Jackson in the bind. Back out Bryant. Shot clock at seven. Bryant leads, falling away. Puts it in. And the Lakers take a one-point lead with 7.3 remaining. Yo, what a do, podcast crew? It's your boy Tone and your boy Jod, and welcome back to another episode of Kobe Talk. Ah, Podcast Nation, we're back at it. Oh my God, it's been quite, quite the minute, Tone, hasn't it? It's been, has been. When was the last time we posted? Probably a year and a half ago. The last episode we ever posted was the 2021 finals, like the week right after that happened. So it's been like, like a year and a half, maybe a little bit more. It's uh, well, oh yeah, wait, oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's pretty crazy, man. But uh, we're back at it. We're back at it. We're more eager than ever. We're getting more things set up, more platforms to be on, and we are going to dive right in. I cannot wait. Um, before we start. We do want to announce that we will be starting a TikTok for this podcast where we'll be taking clips from each podcast and basically just throwing in random random topics with some, some NBA clips. So that should be cool. Yeah. Maybe we'll even do a kind of game type thing between us two at the end of each podcast where we can get uh, debates going and comment sections and maybe, maybe. for everyone to enjoy. That's facts. That'd be fire. Um, but yeah, the main premise for this podcast is going to be us breaking down all these NBA trades that just happened today. As this recording is approximately at February 9th, 8.53 p.m. So that trade deadline just passed like four or five hours ago. So yeah. Boy, was it a wild one. We Everyone was going into this trade deadline saying it's not going to be much. There wasn't going to be much movement. And boy, was everyone wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I, was, I had very little hope for this like whole off-season. Not off-season. I'm talking about deadline. Because like, basically, there's no trades up until like two weeks ago, basically. Yeah. And uh, it's been a fun ride over the past few days seeing faces moving around. <laughs> It sure has. <laughs> All so, right. which trade do we want to start on and going and diving into? I say we start at the very first trade, like a few weeks ago. Um, I think that one in particular was it was like a very insignificant insignificant trade. I think it was like Noah Vonley for someone, and like Noah Vonley doesn't even play. <laughs> like I don't even know what what team he's on. Yeah, do you have any idea yeah. what team he's on? I, I have no clue. I haven't heard that name since like 2K17. I can still hear Chris Kellogg saying his name in my career, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me see here. Actually, you can see my screen, right? Yeah. Celtics trade options change with Jakob Pearl headway. Um. So just not say where you went. I'm going to go on his Wikipedia. Bro, what? <laughs> I guess he wasn't traded. Oh, wait. Oh, no, January, January 5th. 5th. Okay. Yeah, there we go. He was traded to the Spurs in exchange for draft consideration. Then he was waived later that day. <laughs> All right. That's a... 
That was first trade of the season. Basically, nothing happened at all. And then the second trade that happened was the Roy Hachimura trade, which was right. yeah, it was uh, him. Who would they send over? It was him? Kendrick Nunn. Uh, wasn't it another player? Or was it just picks? I don't believe if there was other players, I'm pretty sure it was more just for a salary reason. Yeah, not for just anything significant. Amen. Let me see what date this was so I can find the tweet. Um, January 23rd. So let me go back. More. Uh. All right. The Rory Hachimura for Kendrick Nunn, 2023 second round Chicago, via Chicago, 2029 LA second, and a less favorable of 2028 Washington LA seconds. So they got three seconds, and then Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that's a bad trade for the Lakers. I mean, they, at the time, were pretty guard heavy, and Kendrick Nunn didn't really seem like it, he fit into the play style, just with the way he plays. Um... But I feel like Rui, as much as it was a marketing scheme, because he's an international player and the Lakers want to get as much international noise as they can, I think that he is a good piece to put alongside Anthony Davis and LeBron because as capable of a scorer as he is as a role player, he doesn't need the ball in his hands to be effective on the court. That's a very good point. Um... Yeah, as you said, like Kendrick Nunn, he wasn't. He was supposed to come in to the Lakers as a lot like more better. I don't know how to say it. Like a more competent scorer, but he just hasn't shown that since he's been here. Yeah, so. I think what they were hoping bringing him in was a guy that they could hopefully bring off the bench and just jumpstart an offense because that's kind of the role he's always played in his career, just kind of a jump starter, and he never really got that footing out in LA. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think it's best that he moved on cuz I think like in his first game with the Wizards, he was putting he put up like a 20 or 30 point piece. Yeah, yeah, he did. I think it was 20, 26, 20, 26, 28, somewhere on there. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, I, I do really like this pickup for the Lakers. It basically, he's like a 3 and D almost um, with a lot of size. So, you know, I always considered that the best teammate for LeBron and to surround, his, surround himself with would be 3 and D guys, especially wings. So I think that was a great move for the Lakers. Yeah, and and defensively he's a bit underrated. So, yeah, I think he at, like individual stat wise he's not the most eye popping guy. But if you sit down and watch the games, he's very good at his rotations and he's very good at getting to the spots he needs to be to pre- prevent teams from scoring. Hmm. Yeah. Six eight two thirty. He's averaging about 11 this season. Um, I mean, he's just a serviceable player at the end of the day. Yeah. This is all you really need when you're next to LeBron. So, if you had to grade this this trade, what would you give it? 
Um, I would say for the Lakers, I would I, I wouldn't say it's like an eye popping trade, but I would definitely say it's a it's a solid B minus, mm. good pickup. Mm-hmm. And then the other way around, honestly, he was he was big for the community out in Washington, and the fans loved him. And bring in Kendrick Nunn, like that's a good player, but I feel like he was. He was just a fan favorite over there, and maybe for the Wizards, that could make some fans way away from wanting to watch games and everything. So for them, I'd give it a C. I think the Lakers won the trade. The Lakers definitely won this trade. I just, I'm kind of confused on like the direction that the Wizards are trying to go into for a while now, honestly. I th- I was reading up about it. I think their biggest thing, because I'm pretty sure Rui's contract, it's not huge, but it's definitely sizable. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be wrong, but I remember hearing that they wanted to open up cap space to re-sign Kyle Kuzma to a big deal. So I, I don't know what they're doing with that. I think I did hear something about like they want to re-sign Kuzma, but like Kuz does not want to be there next yeah. year. So um, I guess that's the gamble they're taking. Turn on a lamp. I'm, I want to change the lighting a little bit. Okay. I feel like that's a little bit better. Yeah, it's a little bit better. Yeah, if I had to grade this trade, I would give the Lakers... A good B, and then the Wizards like a C. Fucking around with a lamp right now. <laughs> um, the fuck. All right, there we go. I like that. Nice. Um, okay. The next trade we're gonna talk about. So that was January twenty third. Was the next trade that happened like a few days ago? Like nothing happened in between. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there was a few like moves for like money and picks, but overall, yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep scrolling till I find one. The lamp fell. <laughs> oh, the 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 Miles Turner extension. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't even hear about that. That's that's a good that's a good decision and agreement from the Pacers side. My oh, 100%. Because, I mean, I feel like they were reluctant to give that to him because they were, like, DeAndre and Kevin said he wanted to go there, so extending Miles Turner was weird. Mm-hmm. But once it seemed like DeAndre was going to stay, it was just like, yeah, we need to we, we need to lock this guy up. Yeah. I was, I was really hoping he would come to the Lakers with Heald. But, yeah, what, what was that potential trade? It was healed and Turner. Oh wait, no, is that? Yeah, what was a trade yeah, it was for both who? For Russ, and I think both their picks, and maybe another filler player, in the Lakers. That would have that would have made the team scary. I wonder if that would have made the team better than I mean, they are right now. I don't know. I don't know that they, they made a few good moves, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, yeah, Miles Turner. 
think the next thing up is Kyrie. Yeah. So let's get into that one because that's a fun trade. That <laughs> when I saw that, I I'm not gonna lie, I was laying in bed and a few people were in my room and I was literally laying there in like awe and I was like they're like what, what what's wrong? What happened? What happened? Like they, they genuinely thought like something was wrong and I was like Kyrie to the Mag or Mavericks and that's all I knew at the time. And I didn't see any of the uh details but i was definitely in awe about this move yes i i wasn't really expecting Kyrie to be traded at all this season i'm gonna be honest honestly i wasn't either until he demanded it and then you heard stuff from kd demanding one too i was like the nets are i feel like they just have to blow it up their two stars don't want to be here like yeah like just yeah. get what you can for him now before they walk or something. Mm -hmm, yeah, because th that's what Kyrie li literally said. He was like, "Either you're gonna give me my extension, it was an extension, or it was a new contract. One of the two. He was like, I want a bigger, you know, a bigger contract than what you guys are offering me. Yeah. And they're just like, no, just no. We don't. We don't know how." How often you're gonna be on the court? So they then he left. So I guess it was good that the Nets decided to move him instead of him leaving for nothing in the off season. Smart business decision. That's what like a lot of teams do. Yeah, seems this this uh, deadline. But when I'm looking at that trade for the Mavericks, it definitely like I I didn't know how to feel about it at first when I figured out the details because I've all as I, I liked Spencer Dinwiddie as a player for a while, and I liked how his, um, I, I just liked how he played alongside Luca. I I thought he was a good piece to have there. Mm hmm. And, but it is Kyrie, so I'm not like if he was more in a package deal for like something else, I probably would have been mad. But it is Kyrie. Dorian Finney-Smith is probably one of the most inconsistent starters in the league. Like, uh, I do like Finney-Smith's defense on the defensive side. Yeah, the they they definitely are going to struggle on the defensive side now. Yeah, but, the but they still have Tim Hardaway, who's a serviceable defender, and um, Reggie Bullock. As much as the shooting has been iffy this year, he's also a competent defender so mm -hmm. yeah we'll see what happens with the Mavericks I'm personally I'm not a big believer in like them going far at all maybe first round first round they get passed but yeah like the the defense for me is pretty it's pretty I don't know I just don't trust it really yeah but I mean Imagine if Luca and Kyrie get hot at the same time. Yeah, if they're if they're both having like really good games, I could easily see that the Mavs just like blowing people out. They have, like, what? games. Okay, I'm gonna way off topic from the trades for just a tiny bit. Mm -hmm. I've noticed something. I get LeBron's getting older and he's slowing down. But have you noticed that he's 
kind of using the pace style and movements that we've seen from Luca. You mean like the sidesteps and things like that? Like, not even really the sidesteps. Like, off a pick and roll, he'll do like the slow movement into like kind of a cut bounce pass when back in the day he'd drive in and kind of do a side dish. He's like, he's at a slower pace and he's more manipulating the defense now than just like making the defense focus on him and making the right pass. He's like finding more ways to manipulate the defense and the way he's doing it looks a lot like how Luka works in the pick and roll. And I've never really seen LeBron move like that until recently when Luka started doing it. I think LeBron would have started doing it anyway with him slowing down, but it's weird to see. I could... I kind of see what you're saying, but I also would basically... I would consider what you're saying to be dependent on, or because of their age. Because LeBron's like slowing down. So he's going to be yeah. playing at a slower-ish pace. And Luka already plays kind of slow. So... I'm just—it's uh, just like the pick and roll movements that I'm noticing when I'm watching them. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So yeah, the Mavs get Finney Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, and a pick. Personally, this was an inferior trade compared to what the Lakers offered. Yeah, but did, the Nets GM came out and said, like, we did everything in our power to not send him to L.A. We did Which not want him petty, there. in my opinion. It is petty, but... So is Kyrie's Kyrie contract Kyrie. up at the end of this year? What'd you say? Is Kyrie's contract up at the end of this year? <laughs> yeah. So... I don't know if he's going to stay. I, I think it all depends on how they do in the playoffs. Yeah, that's that's definitely the biggest. If he factor. finds good, um, I'm I've been trying to think of this word the the entire time. Like when they play together, if <laughs> I don't know, I can't think of the word. But if they if they can click together and they can get things rolling, I think there's potential for him to stay. But I also think that if they do they have to guarantee both Luca and Kyrie a center in the offseason. That's a big if. <laughs> That's a big if. There's a lot of ifs if Kyrie comes back. But I want to see what centers are going to be free agents this offseason. 2023. All right, so we have Russ we have Middleton, Harden, the, uh, There's Vooch, Vucevic, but he's... I feel like he's not the type of center. Yeah, to, I was, I was about, just about to say that. He, he's just... He wouldn't fit he's well He's good, but yeah. Oh, Christian Wood's up for... Oh, God. So Draymond. Leave. I don't think... I don't know if Draymond's going to leave or not. I've heard things about, like, he will... Wait, go up and just switch it to centers. Oh, you could do that, yeah. Center. Booch, Lopez, Brooke Lopez, Dwight Powell is already on the team. Ibaka. This isn't really a strong center market. 
No, not at all. For next this upcoming postseason or off season. I mean, I I mean Thomas Bryant's up available. I mean, he's gonna get a bag though from someone. Yeah, that's the problem. Mavericks don't have a lot of cap space. Yeah. Yeah, that's there's just not many centers. I don't know. Wonder like what other assets do the Mavs have to offer? Not much. They don't have many picks, I don't think, either. Yeah. I'll be curious to see what they do. Or what happens. Yeah, but honestly, I'm a lot more happy that they went after Kyrie instead of all those stupid Trey Young rumors. I, I no. I, I don't like Trey Young. I did not hear any Trey Young rumors from the Mavs. I, I heard a bunch and I did not want it in the slightest. <laughs> Trey Young and Luca next to each other? Not no. No. That sounds terrible. Alright, I guess we can move on. Um So that was the Kyrie trade, which was four days ago. Yep. Um, the next thing is the next thing. Uh, I actually don't know. Next thing might be Josh Hart. Oh the yeah. Knicks. Six. Mavs. Um. Nets finalizing trade to send forward Kessler Edwards and Cash to the Kings. Cool. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. Okay. Braun breaks the record. Oh, should we talk about that? Braun breaking the record? Uh, I say we discuss it after we get through the trades. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um... The Russell Westbrook and Darvin Ham altercation. We'll talk about that after, I guess. I don't even remember that happening. That was during the game that LeBron broke the record. I think that's probably why I didn't hear anything. (laughs) Yeah. Minnesota gets 2024 lesser of this pick. All right, who cares? Oh ho, oh ho ho. Let's talk about this Lakers trade. Let's talk about this Lakers trade. <clears throat> the Lakers are sending Westbrook the fuck out of here. In return, they're getting D'Angelo Russell from the Timberwolves and Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt from the Jazz. And the Jazz are sending Mike Conley to the Timberwolves. Um, and picks to Timberwolves and Russell Westbrook and his lightly protected. Wait, so who gets this pick? Is It's the Jazz, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So. Thoughts. Uh... Again, I think Lakers won the trade. <laughs> Lakers did it. In my opinion, I think Lakers had the best free agents. Or not, 
Why do we both keep doing that? Best trade line movements. Trade deadline movements. I mean, the I think they had the most... Um, what am I trying to say? I think people were expecting the Lakers to make the most moves before the deadline. Yeah, LeGM Le turned on. I mean... <sighs> I was I was getting really worried, honestly. Because, like... There was, there's literally been trade talks since the beginning of the season, and like nothing's happened up until now. Yeah. So I guess props to you, Rob. Um, I've been calling you a fraud all season, but <laughs> this, 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 you, you, you kind of redeemed yourself in this one. So I like the fit here. I like D'Lo. He's kind of matured, and he's. Oh, I, I gotta show you a, a crazy stat actually. D'Lo is playing like insanely good. This year, compared to his compared to his other years, um, this okay. He's shooting this the league's second best percentage from mid range and seventh best in layups, and he's also shooting career highs from the field, three point range, and two point range, and free throw. So, super efficient season thus far. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. I, I've always, I've always wanted to see him prosper. I, I was kind of high on him out of the draft, and he, uh, he never really panned out as well as I wanted him to, or hoped he would. But he, he turned into a good player. Yeah, he's definitely like above the average. He's, he has one All Star appearance. Um, but yeah, he's definitely a, a nice, nice little shooter. I've always kind of, kind of been sort of a D'Lo fan. Since yeah, he's been in the league, so I like this move. And then we also have his, his Ohio State mixtape is still lit. Oh, I saw I saw like a clip of that today. If I'm doing like the like the he had like two like really nice bounce passes. Yeah, he, he he was he was unreal back then. <clears throat> That's crazy. Um, and then there's also Jared Vanderbilt and Malik Be Beasley. I know Malik Beasley is like. Well, I don't know too much about these guys in the first place. I know like a little bit, but I know Malik Beasley is like, a really good like three-point shooter. Yeah, I think Vanderbilt he's just a like three-D guy. With... Yeah, yeah. I... You you get a, a serviceable. I don't. Do you do you think they're gonna start D'Angelo Russell, or do you think they're gonna have him a six-man and put Schroeder? No, they should definitely start D'Angelo Russell. That's what I was thinking, but I just did. I feel like maybe for like a week or two, they'll keep him at six man, work him into the lineup, get it, get things right. But yeah, I think honestly, he will end honestly, up as I would a rather, starter. I would like to see them work it both ways, just 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 to experiment. I think what the Lakers are really trying to do right now. I feel like, I feel like when you look at the history of LeBron's teams, there was always just like the core, like two three four guys and then everyone else and then they just kind of like threw him in there but i feel like this is the first time in lebron's career he needs like an actual like rotation around him yeah because he's getting older i mean he's in year 20 doing amazing things like what what can we really say about him needing things now it's like bro what <laughs> I think the biggest thing I like about D'Lo, of them adding D'Lo, is that he can create his own shot. And, like, there's not many players 
on the current roster before they traded Westbrook that could do that. Yeah, and he's just he's just more efficient in what the Lakers need than Russ. So, oh yeah, he's definitely more efficient as I just. Yeah, and even with that post, stats. if he's going to be playing alongside LeBron, you'll probably see that three point percentage go up to forty one, forty two percent. Hmm. Yeah. Because all he, he doesn't really even have to like handle the ball too much. Where did my camera just go? Oh wait, it's right here. And, and like you said, he, he's one of the best like pull up shooters. Like stop mm-hmm. on a dime, pull up shot. Like he doesn't have a problem with that, which isn't something that's in a lot of guys' bags. And this more ball movement, um, off ball movement era. Exactly. Basketball yeah. that we're in. I'm gonna look up his his stats this this season. This year he's averaging about 18 points, 39 percent from three. That's actually really good. Um, 46 percent from the field. I mean, he's getting better. The thing that's actually popping out to me here is the 86 percent from the line, because I feel like. As oh, yeah. bad as Russell's decision-making was in the fourth, one of his biggest problems is he's not a good free-throw shooter anymore. Mm-hmm. If anything, he's terrible at the line. It's yeah. hard to keep him in in games. And now LeBron like definitely has his go-to guy in the clutch that he knows he can like depend on if he needs to. Yeah, like and... I mean, dude's got ice in his veins. He's not scared of the big shot. (laughs) I know. Okay. um, Do you have anything to say about Malik Malik Beasley or Jared Vanderbilt? No, they're they're just two serviceable rotation players, which I I think are good pickups. Yeah, I think, honestly, for just giving up Russ, I think this is, like, great value. I know if Jared Vanderbilt's like a six-nine forward that can that can uh, guard the perimeter. So yeah. it's nice that we have him now. Now that Pat Bev is gone, I feel if you look at that lineup, other than the point guard position, I feel like, and maybe against some bigger centers if they play a bigger center, two through five theoretically could just switch, which I know. is. That's, that's actually insane. Because you have like LeBron, Rui, and now you have Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt and AD and another player that has been added that we will talk about soon in a different trade in <laughs> yes. Mo Bamba. He's a guy that you can play when you do have a big. So yeah. I feel like they have the pieces to go up against anyone. Yeah, the like the one like big issue I had with the roster when the season started was that the team was like really small and was like full of guards. On it, because the complete opposite now. Now it's like all fours, which I'm which I'm I'm so down for. In this era of positionless basketball. Oh God. Not that again. <laughs> oh, tough. I have to tell you, you know our uh, our latest podcast is at 99 views or listens. I saw that earlier today. I was like, <laughs> what? 
Hopefully it's to 100 by the time we post the new one. Yeah, that'd be sick. <laughs> Alright, um... I guess really quickly we can, we can talk about the Timberwolves getting Mike Conley. I heard something that was like... Like, D'Lo like, wasn't the perfect guard for Gobert. And Mike Conley has played a couple seasons with with Gobert, so maybe like the their connection would help them out in some way. Uh, hopefully, hopefully. And then Anthony Edwards is still hooping, so yeah. You know, Mike Conley's like a really old man now. I think he's like thirty five. Is he? I think I checked the other day. Yeah. And then the Jazz—they're just stocking up draft capital. I mean, I can't be mad at it. They're gonna be. They're already like nice this year. Okay. Yeah, that's what they had to do. They they yeah. had to just go out and get picks. I think everybody won this trade at the end of the day. I think it was a good trade all around. Yeah. Right, but, uh, let's go to the next one. The next one, the big one. We have um the Knicks. Is this the one? Oh yeah, this is the next one. Um. Do you see the clip of Jalen Brunson getting all excited? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they're all Villanova guys, right? Yeah, did they, did they play at Villanova together? Because for some reason, I feel like I've, I've heard of Josh Hart for so much longer than Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson was in Villanova from 2015 to 18. And Josh Hart was... Oh, no, I don't know. He was 13 to 17, so they crossed paths, I think. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, I remember hearing about Josh Hart like years ago, and the first time I heard of Jalen Brunson was last year, so it was like throwing me off for a second. Really? They both came in the league at like the same time. I guess it just took Jalen Brunson a little bit more time to develop. I mean, Brunson's kind of nicer than than Hart right now. Yeah, now, but <laughs> but Josh Hart came into the league as a decent rotation guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Wait, let me find this trade again. So yeah, then the Knicks traded Cam Reddish in a pick for Josh Hart. Um. I think I like it for both sides again. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's bad from either side. I think it was just a slight bit difference that both teams needed. Yeah. And they're just kind of testing out their guard or their wing position. Because what Josh Hart has only been there like this season, right? Or was it last season too? I'm not exactly sure when he got there. I think it was last season. It was. Yeah, it was last season. Oh, he kind of fell off. Went from 19.9 to 9.5. Oh, he only played 13 games. He was probably injured. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember, like, the Lakers were thinking of pursuing Cam Reddish. But that never happened. I would honestly, like, like to see that. I'm a fan of Cam Reddish. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad pickup. Let's see here. Let's see here. Oh, Jakob Pertl. For Kemba. Oh, yeah, he went to 
He went to uh, Raptors, right? Yeah, I think that's a that's a pretty pretty solid pickup for the Raptors. Cause I don't yeah, think they yeah. have many many centers, right? No, I, is Serge still there? He got traded today. We'll talk oh, about he did. It. Yeah, I, I did not notice that. I've been busy all day today. <laughs> He's on the Pacers now or something. Wait, where? What was I talking about? Uh, Raptors. Yeah, they have this dude Coloco. Presses it, pressures Achua and Ken Birch. Like, they didn't really have like a real center. I remember actually hearing about like how Siakam was running the five and he's like doing good earlier this season. I he can definitely move there when he has to, but I don't think keeping him at the five is a good decision. Yeah, he's not a, he's not a true five. He's kind of undersized for that. Um, so yeah, Lakers are also going to pursue Portal, which oh, would have been pretty decent. But I think what the Lakers have right now is very good. Like yeah, the, I'm, I'm liking that lineup. The Suns, uh, Suns are gonna be a problem though. Is that the next one? Is that the? Here we go. Yep. <laughs> um, let's get into it. The Suns are sending Mikal Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, four first-round picks, and a 2028 pick swap for Durant and T.J. Warren. Omg. T.J. Warren. Going now, with Durant is that's a that's a sneaky pickup. We're gonna be honest. That is a sneaky pickup. <laughs> like when I saw TJ Warren was also in that, I was like, I'm not even mad. Like, like at first I was like, the Suns are giving up a lot. Like, yeah, it is Durant, but like when TJ Warren also went, I was like, wait. <laughs> yeah, that's because he kinda... went on that run in the bubble, right? Yeah, that was the one his bubble run when she was here, twenty points a game. <laughs> 36 from three. Yeah, but yeah. But he... Um. Yeah, I think this fills out the Suns roster a little bit more because they did lose some wing depth with McCall and Cam Johnson, two good young guys. Yeah, McCall Bridges. Um, I could be wrong. I he hasn't missed a game yet. Yeah, I, in his career. He has. No. Like or in college, that... I'm pretty sure too. That is insane. That's like really good, like luck. Yeah, like you can't even like, like prepare in advance. Um, let's talk about it from the Suns' perspective, though. So you're losing one of the best wing defenders in the league. You're losing size and grit, and Jay Crowder. But he's getting a little older now. He's not a, he's not what he once was. Um, and who else was the guy? Who, who was the last guy? Cam Johnson. Cam uh, Johnson. Cam Johnson. Uh, he, another just serve, serviceable rotation guy. But you get one of the best scorers in the league to partner up with what you already have. Then you have TJ Warren who... Looking at the lineup will probably be your six man who can be explosive off the bench. Mm -hmm. That—that's a good deal for the Suns. 
I think I've I've heard like a lot of people saying like the the nets got fleeced. Like they could have asked, they could have like gotten more back in return. They probably like I'm 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 gonna go with T.J. Warren was thrown in to like make salaries match. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely why. But they definitely could have just sent all that for just a rant. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people were like shocked that Aiton wasn't traded. Which Yeah. I mean I was kinda hoping uh he found his way to the Mavs, but Ooh, that would be kinda crazy. Yeah. Was that a rumor? That was a rumor after like in free agency last year. Oh, okay. But he was a he was a restricted free agent, correct? Yeah, because I remember the Pacers offered him like a deal, and the Suns matched it. He had to stay. Yeah, <clears throat> I know the Mavs were in the early running for it. They just didn't have the capital to send him. Mm-hmm. Which is so weird because I feel like they haven't had someone on like a big payroll in a while. Like. Wh- who the Suns or the Pacers? No, the Mavericks. Like, the why, Mavericks. why don't they have money right now? I thought they they signed Luca to like a max, didn't they? Well, yeah, but he's still technically on his rookie contract until next year. I did not realize that. I think this is the first year he's making like actual money. Yeah. Wait, no. Wait, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the first year because, yeah, 2018 to 20 extension. Now, this is a new contract, so yeah. What up? Uh, getting back into the podcast game with my friend, yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) NBA, we used to do it like sophomore year, we're getting back into it. Uh, Apple Music, Spotify, er, yeah. All right, but <laughs> all right, we haven't posted one in a while, but you can get a. Yeah, we're making we're making like TikTok and everything. We're gonna do like trivia things and try to make count. Yeah. Maybe we can, maybe we can get the head coach of the basketball team on here because he was on the Bulls with Jordan. Yeah, Scott Burrow. South, <laughs> I did not even know. Yeah. Get <laughs> hair, bro. Hold on. I'm All right. Um. Are you back, Tom? Yep. All right. So does this trade, this Kevin Durant trade, make the Suns the favorite 
in the West. Yeah, 100%. There's no way the Suns aren't the favorite. <sighs> I mean... They, they have three... They have two first ballot Hall of Famers, a young star in Devin Booker, and DeAndre Aiden, who's, I don't know, like a top seven center in the league. Yeah. And their, their bench is like still like the same as it was before the trade, which is pretty impressive. Like they didn't yeah, really he, give up any players besides, you know, those Cam Cam Johnson and uh Cal Bridges. And then Crowder who didn't even play. But uh um I could be wrong. Right with the right with this move, Jay Crowder went right to the Bucks, right? I think, I think he got, like tossed around a few times. I think actually today. Pretty sure he went straight to the Bucks. I don't know. I could look through the tweets. Eh, either way, but uh, yeah. No, if if the Suns lose, that's kind of sad. <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. I don't know. I, I feel like I should be mad at KD a little bit. Because he said in this past offseason he wanted to go to the Suns. Like that's what he wanted. That's that's what he said. I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, though, like he can go. Like he has the power. Like he's that guy. So he has the power to go into the office at in Brooklyn and be like, "This is where I want to go," and they will respect it enough. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that was the Nets' decision of where he went. He could have went anywhere. But. You. The other thing is though that they didn't want to trade Kyrie to the Lakers, which, in my opinion, that was still that would still be a worse team compared to this this new Suns team. So I don't I think that was more out of disdain for Kyrie. I think I don't think they really had much problems, many problems with Durant, as they did with Kyrie. I think they felt disrespected by Kyrie. As much as maybe they butted heads with Durant, I don't think they felt disrespected as an organization. I see what you mean. I think there was a respect factor in between Durant and the Nets. I don't think there was any respect factor in between Kyrie and the Nets. No, I agree with you. Kyrie kind of kind of stained the, the Nets franchise. Um, yeah I don't know where the Nets go from here though like are they rebuilding because they still have Ben Simmons and now they have Cam Thomas and now Mikel so do you try to compete still because they're still like fourth or fifth in the east I think right yeah now. but you can't forget all the picks they gave up to get Durant in the first place and they gave up picks to get Harden, and they gave up. Um, my fifth in the East. Yeah. So you think that they should just tank now? Should lose everything? I don't think they should tank. I think they have a decent core around. I think they should. 
I don't really know what they should do. <laughs> they're in a, they're in limbo right now because it's right after the trades. You have to see how everything works. If I'm the Nets, I would personally go as hard as I could the rest of the season. And just see yeah, where it just goes. see where it takes you. <clears throat> yeah, because you're so deep. It's almost past the tanking level. Yeah, they only have 22 losses. Like even if they lose the rest of their games. They're still not really in contention for the first pick. Yeah, because they they have a they have a pick this for this upcoming draft. I think what they got. Uh, here, it's twenty twenty three, twenty twenty five, twenty twenty seven, twenty twenty nine, unprotected. So that's tough. That's tough. But yeah, I would just say go all out. See where it goes. See how your players develop. Let them play. Yeah, give give Cam Thomas all the minutes, all the minutes that he needs. That man is a is a bucket. Have you seen his highlights from his forty point games? Honestly, I have just been slammed with schoolwork over the past few days. I've been seeing tweets about stuff, but I haven't been able to watch much. That's understandable. He's been uh, he's been the next Kyrie since Kyrie left. Basically. Good for him. It kind of sucks for him a little bit because he he was on the team. He was drafted the year that Harden, Katie, and Kyrie were all together, so he didn't get much PT. Yeah. And now that but, he's getting PT, I mean, think about it. Nice. I mean, would if you were in his position, would you rather get thrown into a shitty organization and try to make it work, or spend a year learning and watching? Kyrie, Katie, and Harden play and be able to decipher their games, work with them, and grow, and then you get the keys to the team. Probably the first option. Kind of. I would definitely take a year under three perennial all stars to learn first. I guess. But do you think he learned that much? From those guys because i heard he was like really nice in college too maybe not like skills wise but how to maneuver an nba game because an nba game is completely different from college that is that is kind of true <clears throat> i don't know maybe maybe we should ask cam should ask Cam himself we should Get him on the pod next episode. <laughs> Kobe talk thirty something. This is, this is the start of season two. <laughs> yeah, we're like a Netflix series that uh, everyone wants another season, but we put it off too long. Facts. <laughs> okay, let's let's move on here. This is this is a crazy picture, by the way. I'm just thinking that's not a that, that's like a. That's a picture you see on Bleacher Report. Like, imagine if. Yeah. <laughs> like now it's now it's here. Have you seen the memes like these past like day, day or two? It was like Katie just shows up and everything is built, and it's like him like in, in like, <laughs> like a construction shirt. <laughs> That's like, funny. Green, green ones. I don't think OG got traded, did he? 
No, they they were they were talking about it, but then I, once they got Potal, they said they were going to keep the core. Yeah, I kind of like that for the Raptors. I like OG. Yeah. Um, the Lakers oh, trade. Well, Thomas- after all that, I, I remember seeing stuff that like once the Suns got that team, like OG and. Macau Bridges had like the highest trade value for the deadline for contenders. Yeah. Just because they're just amazing wing defenders and you're going to need that to throw at the Suns in the playoffs. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. But, but going back to the. Uh, the no, Lakers. it's still that trade. The. Like Jay Crowder. Yeah, he's on the Bucks now, which I think is great. Jay Crowder is one of those guys that if I ran a team, I'd want him there. Yeah, I don't... I'm kind of confused on like why the Suns never played him. Yeah, because he... He's just like... Uh, I'm not going to compare him to the, the great Robert Ory, but I feel like that's what kind of he is to this generation. Just a guy that comes in, he's not scared of the moment, he fits in most places, and he's just plays hard and just he's one of those guys you just like having around i was gonna say he's kind of like igudala in a way i can see that yeah but i I wonder how they're gonna utilize a crowder the bucks yeah i i have a feeling they're gonna play more when they want to go small ball and throw Giannis at the five and then he's at the four yeah, because what is he, like 6'6"? Six, 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 yeah. I six, feel six. like that's... Cause if you look at the East now, that the Nets aren't there, it's kind of a three-team show. What, the Celtics, the Cavs, and the Sixers? I mean, honestly, it's... It's pretty much a two-team show. It's like, are the Bucks or the Celtics going to make it out? Oh, the Bucks too. But then you have like the Sixers and the Cavs. They're like on the cusp, and you're like, they could make a run, but do you really think they're beating the Bucks or Celtics in a seven-game series? No. I don't know. I think the Jay Crowder pickup was a lineup decision for if they go against the Celtics in the playoffs because putting him in the rotation – and being able to run the small ball with Giannis at the five against the Celtics could be big. It could. It could. What did they? What did the? What the fuck is that called? What did the Nets? I think do? it was. I think it was cash and draft picks. Oh, that's a steal for the Bucks then. Actually. Yeah, I don't even think they gave up a player for him. No, that's fire then. A really good trade. Um, yeah, that brings us pretty close to the end, other than like some little movements, right? What's that? Whoa, 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 what, what was that right there? What Matisse Thibel moved? No, oh, yeah, 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 he did. When did that happen? I missed that too. I really, <laughs> yeah, the, the trailblazers got him. Shit, in oh. three way trade, who is... might be up here. Um, Jalen McDaniels. Got, the Sixers got Jalen McDaniels from the Hornets, and the Hornets just got picks. It was a three-team deal. 
Shmi and Shmi Mikhailuk as well. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't watched a ton of uh, Blazers games this year. So if Jalen McDaniel's is like that, at let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Does he even average like ten points? I, I don't know. He does. He does average ten now. He's came off the bench for like half this season. Oh, he was from Charlotte. I mean, I haven't really watched much Charlotte either. Yeah. I couldn't tell you much about this guy if I'm gonna be honest. I know he's serviceable and he's kind of young. Hmm. Yeah, ten points, about five rebounds, two assists. What does he shoot from three? Thirty-two. Or he doesn't usually shoot threes, I guess. Mm. We'll see, though. I mean... Yeah, and then the sixth Blazers have Matisse Thiewel. It's actually pretty good because they don't really have much wing defenders Portland. Yeah, I think that, that that's a good pickup. <clears throat> um, yeah. The Lakers traded Thomas Bryant. You see that? Yeah, I saw that. It was, it was just a. I feel like that was just more of a. It was. It was. It was a. It was a move for the Oof. future for next season. Yeah. Which is. Good job, Rob. I'll give you your flowers again. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see here. Pacers signed George Hill. He's coming back to Indiana. That's oh. cool. I think it was on the Bucks earlier, so maybe they dropped around. They can't even drop him. I'm pretty sure the Bucks. But that's what with the team is on. I don't know. Bones Highland is on the Clippers now. It's um, a young guy that had some promise, right? He was the dude on the Nuggets. He was yeah. he, he was pretty nice. The, the the game I went to, the Clippers and Nuggets game was he was kind of going off. I think it gives the Clippers another playmaker. Let's see what the replies say. Nuggets shouldn't have bones. They're called wings. <laughs> 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 it's not that big of a trade but it's big enough uh, yeah <clears throat> okay what's up next uh, the James Wiseman yes James Wiseman to the Pistons for Sadiq Bay. that uh, when I saw it originally I was like that's a bit iffy I was like why are the Pistons doing that then I was like, why are the Warriors doing that? <laughs> then I was like, what the fuck is this trade? <laughs> but I, then... Were you Sadiq Bey... I, I, I genuinely think Sadiq Bey has more value than Wiseman at this point. And then... Also, I mean... If you want to get like technical about it, the Warriors got five second round draft picks in that trade, and they used those five round draft picks to get Gary Payton back, Gary Payton Jr. back on the team. 
from the Trailblazers. Yeah. <laughs> Which, so pretty much, they gave up James Wiseman to get Sadiq Bey and Gary Payton back. So that's a good move for the Warriors, in my opinion. I'm going to find this tweet that this dude made about... Um, about uh, what is his name? James Wiseman. Yeah, he said the Warriors flipped the 2020 second overall pick into five second rounders. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> I mean, wasn't like James Wiseman like he like hasn't been good the past like year or so? No. It didn't really seem like you were really fit into uh, with the Warriors. The system. Warrior system, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't even like starting. It was Kevon Looney who's starting. I'm pretty sure, right? Teams, teams, not the Clippers, Warriors. Yeah, Kavon Looney and James Wiseman, so. They only have one center now. <laughs> Alright. Let's go. Uh, let's see here. And then I think we're pretty much done with trades from there. I think that's about it, right? Other than some. Some smaller ones, like Justin Some Holly, smaller ones, yeah. Kaminsky for Garrison Matthews. I don't care. Some minor trade. Oh, the Clippers got Eric Gordon. That's that's good. I, I, I'm an Eric Gordon fan. I've wanted him off the Rockets for like two years now. I'm happy. I guess that's a good trade. Wait, who do they who do they give up? Uh, oh, Luke Kennard. So the Clippers yeah. gave up Luke Kennard to the Grizzlies, and the Grizzlies gave up. Uh, Green. Danny Green? Yeah. To Houston. And then Houston just got picks, I'm pretty sure. Three second wait, the Clippers got picks. That's not a bad deal. So the Clippers got Eric Gordon and picks. That's actually pretty good. Uh yeah. So hopefully we'll see Eric Gordon actually like suit up and like contribute since Luke Kennard's not Hopefully, there. yeah. And that's their primary sniper. All right, back to the Lakers. Here we go. Lakers this one. traded Mo Pat Bamba. Bev for Mo Bamba straight up, and Toss. then Pat Bev got bought out immediately. Yeah, and he got bought out. Um. I that, like this a lot for the Lakers. I, I like it too. I we talked about it earlier, so we sh we don't have to go in depth about Mobamba being there. But <laughs> I'm just again, glad I like that it. there's another big body on the team. Yeah, for when AD is ever injured. Yeah, <laughs> and Shaq West will start coming to games. So <laughs> that's, a, that's a plus. That's a plus. But yeah, Mobamba. A dude that can block shots and shoot threes and is seven feet tall. 
you're basically the poor man Miles Turner. We're gonna be honest. Yeah, yeah, but that's all the Lakers really needed down there. Yeah, and we still have Wing and Gabriel, so we're good on the big man. I'm pretty sure I saw like Pat Bev is going somewhere. I don't know where though. Uh, Pistons trading Kevin Knox. Bring some James Wiseman. Hornets center Mason Plumlee to the Clippers. What? Why would they do this? And then Reggie Jackson to Charlotte. I thought they they wanted to upgrade their center. Am I wrong? Who? Pistons? No, the Hornets traded Miles Plumlee. Oh yeah, I saw that. Where'd he go again? The Clippers. The Clippers for Reggie Jackson. This this one to me does not make sense. It was probably just a salary thing because Reggie Jackson was kind of on a bigger deal, but so was Mason Plumley. That's weird. That is kind of weird. I don't know what the Hornets are just gonna go ultra tank. Get Lamelo his his second star. <laughs> oh yeah they have nick richards actually i think i've heard of him actually and kai jones and mark williams okay i, I guess i mean they already have terry rozier there though I, f I feel like if i knew the contracts a little bit better then i would understand this trade more yeah, but eh. I feel like it's just one of those business moves. I guess so, yeah. Uh, the Blazers trading Gary Payton back to the Warriors for five second round picks. I like this that, for the Warriors. We talked about it. I don't know how I feel about this for the Blazers, though, because I f feel like Gary Payton was pretty nice for them. I think the, uh, the Blazers are just doing everything in their power to make sure Damian Lillard does not win. I saw like a tweet or like a reply to the tweet. And it was like the Portland is giving Dame exactly what he wants to never run from the grind. <laughs> Something like that. Thought I was in here, I guess not. Okay, um, let's see what else. Will Barton is going to be bought out. That's cool. That's it, I think. That was it? Oh, that, was it. that wraps it up. Damn. That was, that was a lot of trades that happened like very last minute. Definitely was, definitely was. It's good that we could get it all into one place for the people that don't feel like reading. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, what were we going to talk about before? We're like, oh, we'll get back LeBron. 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 LeBron passing Kareem. Oh, LeBron passing Kareem. Right. Good job, LeBron. You. The NBA scripted it pretty well. Uh. <laughs> You are the number one leading scorer now. I'm pretty sure it's only like for the regular season, right? 
Yeah, he passed Kareem in total points a while ago, but for some reason, no one cares about that stat. So, wait, in total points? Like playoffs and regular season. Like he passed him a while ago. I feel like that would be a bigger deal. Yeah, I don't know why we don't use that as like scoring metrics more because if you add it, like LeBron with his playoff points and regular season points, he's at like 45,000. Really? And Kareem is at like 40. I believe Kareem had the 38, 388, and then I think he had like around 5,000 points in the playoffs. So he's at like 42,000. Like, LeBron's like 3,000 points ahead of him when you add playoffs. That's actually kind of crazy. I feel like no, like nobody has ever like mentioned that to me. Like never seen that on ESPN or like any any kind of media. That number. Yeah, I, it's it's weird. It's weird for sure. <clears throat> that is really odd. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the top five stays the same in scoring when it comes in order. Now, I'm pretty sure it goes LeBron, Kareem, Carmelone, Kobe, Jordan. For what? For all uh, time, including playoffs. I'm pretty sure it's still the same order. I wish, I, I wish there was that stat on basketball reference. Yeah, no, there's not. I always just have to look it up. So stupid. <laughs> well, yeah, LeBron's number one now. It is crazy to think that because when we were think when we looked at that record ten years ago, when we were looking at it, we're like, dude, the only way someone breaks that record is if they're like on their last leg, averaging like six points a game. And they're just staying in the league just to have the record. Yeah. Nope. He's doing it in year 20, averaging 30 points a game. <sighs> this man is actually like like a robot. He's an alien. Yeah. I, I, and also, I feel like he is going to have the same effect on the NBA. He are, You can already kind of see it. Older players getting bigger deals. He's going to have the same effect like how Tom Brady had effects on the NFL. Like, you see guys like Russell Wilson signing six-year deals at age 34. Like before Tom Brady, when you were 34, you were thinking about a veteran minimum and retirement. But now yeah. you're, get, you're having players that aren't going to be able to play as long as Brady did, getting these long contracts for no reason. I feel like we're going to see like 34-year-olds in the NBA like getting contracts when they really should just get booted. I think it's only be like a few select greats like him for sure LeBron like obviously probably Kevin Durant um I think who else is like kind of old Curry's getting up there he's 34 yeah Curry's gonna get his bag even Clay honestly if he still shoots threes and makes them <laughs> yeah that's true uh yeah I see what you're saying, though, for sure. Like, I, I, like maybe I don't think it's going to be as extreme as the NFL, but I definitely feel like because like up until probably like five or six years ago, if you were 30 and you were a role player, you were looking at minimum co like veteran minimums and you're out of the league at the end of that contract. 
now you see 30 year olds that are rotation rotational guys getting Bags. 80 million six year deals like yeah. they're not playing until they're 36 like I guess it's just the way the NBA works because like from what I've seen well I might be wrong I might be wrong here but like the NBA like gives out like the biggest contracts out of like all like the major sports leagues yeah baseball it's like only like a like a few select players in baseball they get like fat contracts right yeah i feel like it's it's more skewed than the nba i feel like the average nba player makes more than the average mlb player but the highest paid mlb players make more than yeah the highest actually it's about the same i feel like baseball just signs longer contracts in general i feel like you don't see 10-year contracts in the nba you see four to six years Mm -hmm. so like when you see mike trout's 10 year 400 million or yeah somewhere on there four or five hundred million it's it sounds the same because the total number but if someone was to sign lebron in 2010 for a 10-year deal they were throwing 600 million at him (laughs) exactly yeah but like yeah lebron like kind of deserves the contract though Cause he's still putting up oh, yeah. 30 and like a near triple double like he has like every year yeah but who could have expected that yeah that's true don't expect him to be having 30 leading a team on the cusp of a playoff and cusp of playoffs at 38 no no one was everyone thought he was gonna fall off at some point at least a little bit like yeah <laughs> maybe he would be averaging like 22 5 and 5 this year i feel like that's what everyone was like thinking but no 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 no. i feel that's like it's, it like could still happen like at any time though like i feel like that's still a possibility yeah. the way he's moving and the way he's maneuvering he's playing I, it like a lot safe he's playing like a lot a lot safer game now yeah. like he's obviously like not playing as hard as defense as he used to but like really going for blocks or like clamping up only when he has to. Yeah. So. so. Yeah, him breaking the scoring uh, record is honestly something I thought I would never, never see in my lifetime. No, and and honestly, he's gonna finish with over forty thousand points. Oh, easily. Like, like he's like he. I could see him finishing with 42, 43,000. If we see that be broken in our lifetime, which I'm sure everyone said that about Kareem, but like, if you just like look at it, like, like Kobe finished fourth with, well, he finished when he finished, he was third before LeBron broke it, but mm-hmm. he scored almost 34,000 points. And his peak was probably, I would say, 13 years of dominance, then. He had like a few like lower scoring rookie years and a few older years that he was he was scoring a little bit less and he still finished third lebron came into the league balling and he stayed balling like yeah he came in the league averaging 20 27.2 on a 20-year career like that's eh. that's pretty good 
Honestly, like the only the only thing that someone could do is be a Le- a LeBron esque player and not take the time off that LeBron takes. But to have that longevity, I feel like you kind of need to. Wait, what'd you say? Like, I feel like you would have to have a player that comes into the league with the hype that LeBron had and just they hoop for those 20 years and also they do no load management like they're on some John Stockton type shit playing 82 games a year. Yeah. Yeah, LeBron averages fifth most for a career. Like, that's nuts. That is pretty nuts. Elgin Baylor up here is kind of nuts. Elgin Baylor was a bucket. That's kind of crazy. We got LeBron. He's a workhorse. Dudes, dudes from another universe. What yeah. more can you say? Um. Does this put him number one? Greatest player ever. I want to hear this from you, Tone. <clears throat> no. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No. I think it's it's an easy second though for me. Yeah, I mean, I think it's been an easy second. They're a one, a two. I don't even have to say the other guy's name if you don't know who I'm talking about. I'm assuming you didn't make it that far into this podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Wait, no, it, even... it's it's been a one, a two for a while. Honestly, for me, it's been up until recently that like him and MJ are like interchangeable. Because for a while, like, I used to have Kareem at two. I can get that. Yeah. I think after LeBron's fourth championship, I put him as the definitive two. And then he just kept hooping. And then I was like, ah, shit. Okay. Yeah. This dude's legit. <clears throat> like, I think before his fourth title, when people would call him the GOAT, I was like, dude, seriously, stop. Then he won a fourth one. Now he's a scoring title. Yeah. Now, like, if, like, I used to get mad when people would say it, but like, if if you want to call LeBron the goat, go ahead. I'm go for I'm it. not mad at you. You know. Yeah. I think, honestly, if by the time he ends his career, I could possibly see myself saying that he's the goat. If he's still putting up like 25 in his like his last years. Yeah. I mean, only reason I never really will is just like. Honestly, just with all these new metrics and stuff and people are doing all this metric stuff to try to perfect their game. And Jimmy Highroller does great videos on this. I've, everyone listening should go watch his videos. They are mm. fantastic. Facts, facts. MJ's always on top of every metric, everything, anywhere. He's always on top. Like it's levels true, above LeBron. And LeBron's levels above everyone else. So it's just like you have this guy that is so far above the pack 
and then a guy that's so far above him in most <laughs> metrics, and you're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, MJ MJ had a better peak. He had like a better like year, like better run of years, you know. Yeah. Like look, I think MJ averaged like 35 when you or a couple years. Yeah, and 85. Yeah, Dude, putting up 37 a game in 1986 is actually absurd. Or 37 a game. Yeah, because three-pointers weren't really around. Look at that. He was shooting 0.8 a game. He wasn't even shooting one a game. He was shooting like 18% from there also, but... Yeah. That's also like still pretty impressive, like not really shooting threes and putting up thirty-seven still. Yeah. If he if he played those years that he retired, honestly, he probably would have passed Kareem. But that's all what if, what if, who, who and what. <coughs> oh, you not get into any of that. Yeah, zoom in 35, 36, 37. Let's say he, because he averaged 22 on the Wizards. If he averaged 25 in those three years, and he probably averages around 30 in that one year, that's an extra. Let me do some quick math 25 times. He normally played every game. So, you never got injured, basically, besides this one year. Let's even give him benefit of the doubt. So, he plays, plays 75 times three. Um, and then 30 for a season. So 30 times 75 plus. Yeah, he would have had almost 8,000 more points. So. And then where is. Where was he? But at? that's all what if, so. Yeah. Let's just, let's just say hypothetically that happens. 8,000. Yeah, he would have been at like 40,000 right now. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> if, if if MJ like just played the years ninety, if he just played ninety four, ninety five, I think he could have won again. Honestly. Oh yeah, I didn't even factor in the beginning of the ninety four, ninety five season. He only played seventeen games there, so I didn't even factor that in. He probably could have finished with around forty one thousand. Yeah, possibly, and another ring or two. <laughs> I don't think they get through Houston. I really, I think they would have beat them in '95 because they were kind of they were less. But that '94 season, no, I just because the biggest weakness in that Bulls team was against big centers. And if you look back at their record against against teams with an All Star center, they didn't have a good record. So going seven games with Akeem, I don't know if they could have figured that out. But is there enough wing defenders to stop Jordan Pippen and Rodman? Wait, was well, Rodman, Rodman wasn't there yeah, yet. Wasn't there so six, you got there. So still, though, I don't know. Uh, that's a it's an interesting conversation. That's an interesting. What if? Who did the the Magic or not the Magic the Rockets play? It was the Magic, wasn't it? It was the Magic, and then um, Sonic. 
Magics? No. No. Magic, magic. Why am I drawing a blank here? Uh, what's it called? Yeah, wait, 95? Yeah, it would be the 95 season. It was... What? <laughs> wait, David Robinson? Was it the Spurs? No, he was the MVP that season. Oh, wait, MVP. Bruh. He's <laughs> hit this. Champion. Playoff series. Magic. It was it was the magic. So who'd they beat in ninety four? Ninety four. The Knicks. I I don't even think I knew that, to be honest. Uh, that, that that's <laughs> that's sad. I didn't even know that. I don't think I knew that either, honestly. For casually, <laughs> casuals, I guess. <laughs> um, Tony, do you it, know how far yeah. ahead Kareem was ahead of LeBron in terms of field goals made? Isn't it like, look that up. It's not like two thousand. It's pretty. It's pretty crazy. I think it's a thousand something. Uh, field goals. Yeah. 15,837 to LeBron's 14,000. This, I don't know if that will ever get broken. Field goals made. Yeah, now just like the three, it's it's harder. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think that will ever be broken for at least a very long time. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe LeBron could break it. <laughs> How many points would that make if he like just took twos? <laughs> Half, but then that's not all, that free throws and everything. Oh yeah, free throws. Because if he's at fourteen thousand over twenty seasons right now, that's averaging about seven hundred per season. So we'd have to play three more seasons at this level. Hmm. That's honestly that's possible. Yeah. You never know with this guy. <laughs> um, but I think we're running at like an hour and a half now. Maybe we yeah, should. We're uh, at hour twenty-six. I feel like we should should wrap things up. Don't want to make it too long. Yeah. So can you conf confirm for me that like LeBron is top ten in every category? <laughs> right. Other than rebounds, yeah. I thought he was up there for rebounds too. He's up there in playoff rebounds. I don't. I don't think regular season. Let's see. Total rebounds for a career. Yeah, LeBron is not top ten. Where is he? He is. Wait, is this average? Or no, total rebounds. You said he might be up there in playoffs. Yeah. Playoffs, total rebounds, career. Oh yeah. Number six. Two thousand three hundred ninety-one. Good for him. It's kind of cheating though, because he's literally in the playoffs every year. Well, I mean, that's that—that's on him though. Like he's <laughs> making teams be in the playoffs. 
Yeah. I don't know. Oh. Good for LeBron. I hope I hope the Lakers go far this this postseason. If they make it, they better make it. They should with all the help they have now. Yeah. And I hope AD stays healthy. If AD does not stay healthy, I don't think the Lakers have a real chance of winning it all. Winning it all. No. <sighs> all right. Do you want to wrap it up there? Yeah, we can wrap it up right there. And I'm just going to put this out there right at the end. Uh, probably no one will hear it. Drake reportedly ordered to sit for deposition on X's murder trial. What? <laughs> Does that even mean? Means they want to interrogate him to see if he was part of it. All right. Leave you on that. Go do your own research, guys. Have fun. Actually, we should talk about one more thing, Tone. What's up? The Ja Morant altercation, drive-by, laser beam shooting. We should have that earlier in the next one. Let's let's record again on... Honestly, we can record tomorrow, too. We should just start putting out content. <laughs> just grinding it out. Day in, day out. Yeah, like three, four a week. Screw it. Be... I got nothing better to do. I sit around and do nothing all day at school. <laughs> That'd be crazy. This would be our full-time job. Even on days that we don't fully record, we can just do, like, TikTok stuff. Hmm. I only have classes two days a week, so... I only free. have classes... I have classes Monday night, Wednesday night, and then Thursday early in the morning, and that's it, so... Yeah, we can do, like... Like, Wednesday in the day, or, like, Thursday... <laughs> Or Friday. <laughs> Friday would have to be before 7 p.m. I, I, I see. I do see. admit, I, I do my partying. <laughs> I see, I see. Okay. Um, uh, all right. We out, podcast crew. We out. Be sure to hit. I have to make an account tone for TikTok. I made one. I'll send you the link. Is it log called in. Kobe Talk? Yeah. Like, like just Kobe Talk? Mm-hmm. Or it's Kobe.talk, same as Instagram. Gotcha. Be sure to hit up us to hit us up on our TikTok, Kobe.talk. We post some TikToks over there for clips of the podcast. You already know what's going on. I think that's it. That's that's like all the updates we got. Um we back, hopefully, for a while. <laughs> um we'll still be at We'll start to be active again on the on the IG. Be posting the uh, what you call it, the little list, little posts, the graphic. Um, it should be a good time. The, the playoffs are relatively soon, ish. Yeah, and if uh, if we get a decent following, maybe we can do some in-game analysis of some playoff Ooh, games, some some like live streams of like the games. Some live yeah, reactions. Like, <laughs> yeah, live, live reactions. You're, you're gonna have to be watching the game on your own time. I'm not. I'm not getting a lawsuit from the NBA. <laughs> facts. Um. All right, then we're out. Then be sure to hit, hit us up on, again on TikTok or Instagram, Kobe Talk, Twitter, 
obi.talk i haven't touched the twitter in, in a year over i year tweeted time. like halfway through it and i just said we back <laughs> what'd you say i was like we back y'all stay tuned oh <laughs> all right all right y'all catch you guys in the next Peace. episode rondo Peace. looking gets it to pierce pierce turns back out rondo thinks Dribbles, puts up the three, won't go, rebound to Saul, kicks it out to Odom, Odom throws it ahead, the Lakers repeat back-to-back titles, the LA Lakers, the 2010 NBA champions.